0: Before you check out this week's episode of GBS, make sure to check out patreon.com slash GBS podcast. This is a great way that you can support the show, and there's great rewards for doing so as well. So let's jump in. Enjoy the show. So, all of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? best podcast in all of space and time. It's the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. It's your host Jace and Sean, and we are coming at you with an episode that I tossed and toiled over something I was really, really hesitant to bring up. I even talked to Sean about it before we started rolling here.
1: Yeah, but you kind of got to, you know. It's kind of kind of one of those things you gotta, you kind of have to do a little bit. You yeah.
0: Know? It, it, it is timely. and It's something that is on everyone's mind. Uh, this week's topic, we're going to be talking about diversity in Doctor Who. Uh, but before we get into all that, I just wanted to talk to you, Sean, about some stuff that I was able to watch this week, and it was it was really interesting. So, oh yeah, uh, ten years ago—not ten years ago. I'm sorry, thirteen, fourteen years ago. In 2003. There's a channel in Britain called UK Gold. And they did a, you know, now if you think about it, 2003, Doctor Who was not on the air. There was not a TV show. Um, It was just before the new series launched. And they did a 40th anniversary celebration on this channel. Like, so the channel kind of reminded me of uh, if you've ever watched VH1, and they used to have those shows like. I love the 90s, I love the 70s, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, And they did that, like, different mini episodes, and it was all celebrating Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. I, I really recommend you check this out. So they did, like, a 10-minute episode about each Doctor up until that point, so that was, you know, 1 through 8. They did ep- an episode about the music of Doctor Who, an episode about the monsters, about, you know, um, the cancellation crisis. And what's interesting is they did uh, an episode about a female Doctor. So this is all the way back in 2003. So if you didn't know this...
1: Definitely didn't.
0: Yeah, and Doctor Who actually had technically a female Doctor before. In the audio adventures, they did a series called Doctor Who Unbound and what it was was it was a, a series where they just broke all the rules of Doctor Who. So everything you wouldn't do in Doctor Who normally, you you would uh, see did. in this. Yeah. Now oh,
1: completely uncanon, but yeah.
0: Right. And no not yeah, not canonical at all. And uh, there was a woman who played, you know, the first I guess Time Lady. You mm-hmm. know. And they did a you know, they interviewed a bunch of people about like, what do you think could a woman ever play the the, the doctor? And all the way back in two thousand three, you know what the, the they unanimously said basically.
1: I think they probably. I I want to say that they all said yes because it would make it would be funny because of what's happening now.
0: They said no. They all Damn said it. no. <laughs> yeah, it was. I wanted. You know, I wanted that. Even irony. women. <laughs> no, that that's what's interesting It's like, there was a few people who said that why not why couldn't you do it but most of them were in agreement that the doctor works best as a man with a female companion.
1: Well, we talked about it before. It's just now it's that time. I think it's the right, perfect time. Right,
0: right, and that and that's what got me thinking was like wow like how you know you I when I think about two thousand three I don't really think that long ago. Like anything, but if you, it it really was.
1: It was. Uh, I mean, we were, we were, we were still in 2003, man. We were still in middle school. Yeah,
0: we were, we were really young. But (laughs) something about after the year 2000 doesn't feel that long ago, even though here in a few short years it'll be two decades ago. I don't remind me. I'm getting old. (laughs) So it was, it was really interesting hearing how just. You know, back then, even, it was still, like, people were hesitant about it. And a little interesting tidbit I saw, and I don't know why, is they had, you know, a bunch of footage of the woman, I, I wish I could remember her name, you know, recording audio for the Big Finish Productions. And then it showed pictures with her, with the cast and crew, and blah, 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 and with the director's. And who pops up in one of one of these short, three-second clips? None other than David Tennant. <laughs> in 2003. Nice. So even before Doctor Who was even back on the air.
1: Yeah, but he he was already someone involved, whether he wanted to be or not.
0: <laughs> like it was, I saw that and I was just like, wait a minute! I had to rewind it and was like, foreshadowing. Is that? Is that David Tennant? <laughs> what is he doing there? So um, I thought that was to, pretty yeah, interesting. I, I again, it was on a channel called UK Gold. And if you're not familiar with classic Doctor Who, mm-hmm. definitely check this out. They all these little mini episodes will give you just a, a very very brief sense of who like the past doctors were, what their personalities were, what fans from that era thought of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check it out because yeah, that that's that seems
0: pretty awesome. Uh, one of the ones I really enjoyed was the one about the cancellation crisis cuz there was a bunch of uh, I wasn't alive so I didn't know, you know, what happened, how people were feeling at the time and essentially what was going on was is that Doctor Who was kind of being criticized for being over the top violent in some ways, which is laughable.
1: At, in our age, extremely laughable. Yeah, like in this day and age, oh there's
0: movies where. I mean, I just watched that movie It the other night, and how oh, did you finally see it? Yeah, it was good. Okay, it was okay, but the show got canceled, and I'm actually gonna play it on the podcast here. Is that <laughs> during the during the cancellation crisis? a few british actors like you know a few famous people got together with Colin Baker who was the doctor at the time you know and yeah put a short song together
1: that's awesome called
0: doctor in distress <laughs> and okay
1: i have to look that yeah. up too
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and oh boy so it was a song, you know, like you remember the, the the very famous Michael Jackson thing, We Are the World, you know, where all those uh-huh. celebrities came together and they sang a song together and all the money that was sent in helped um, uh, people in Africa. Well, the point of this yeah. was they were raising money to get Doctor Who back on the air and it was so ineffective. <laughs> Like it just was not. It didn't raise a lot of money, and it ended up. It didn't matter because the Doctor Who was coming back on the air, 18 months later. Like that was the thing is before the show got permanently canceled, they they canceled it. I wouldn't say they canceled it. They so much they suspended it. So they they took it off the air for 18 yeah. months and then brought it back, in '87, with a different Doctor, Sylvester McCoy. Um, and then it was, quote-unquote, permanently canceled until 2005 in 1989. Another... How would, what would my life be like if they never brought it back? I don't know. <laughs> we obviously wouldn't be doing this, so... Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was super interesting learning about all that. I knew this before, but I, I, I don't know if you knew this, Sean, is technically Sylvester McCoy is the only actor to have ever played two different incarnations of the Doctor. And you're going, what? How's that possible? Well, they, they, are, you talking about, are you talking about the regeneration? Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin yeah. refused or I you know that's the story at least, that refused to come back to do the regeneration scene. So what they did was uh, they just slapped a blonde wig on Sylvester and then used some post-production, face down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, special effects to you know cover his face up once he turned, and then he became you know uh, the Seventh Doctor. But that scene, him, Colin Baker refusing to do that, also is basically what encouraged Sylvester to do the regeneration scene for the doctor who tv movie you know the 1996 doctor who tv movie was made in america and some people even believe yeah it was bad it wasn't very good though you know it no. kind of sparked the whole doctor companion love story relationship thing the movie some people believe would not be considered canon One, because it was a movie, you know, wasn't a TV series, and it was made in America. But what ended up kind of forcing their hand with it and basically making it part of the official canon was that Sylvester did the regeneration scene. Like, he was part of that movie. That, and is. he was like oh well you know, cause he, <laughs> he said that in an interview which was he's like no matter what was going to happen I would always come back to do the regeneration scene you know because I felt like that was yeah. my I mean, my duty to the character you know
1: yeah it's the same with the uh, like uh, you know I'll get off with Doctor Who just for a second but like DC movies they're not going to use the TV show actors in the movies just in case you know they can keep it two separate different identities
0: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know
1: they want to ruin one character with another, right? So.
0: Yeah, and then another. I, I've gone, you know, I learned a lot of just little facts uh, through watching that stuff on UK Gold. There was that, and then there was also Paul McGann. Obviously, played the Eighth Doctor. Signed a contract. If the TV or if the TV movie was successful, they were planning on making it continue on as a TV series. He was signed on to be the doctor for six more years after that. So, yeah, he was set to be the doctor for a long time. Dang, that's in Spain. Now, I he did intro. end up doing, you know, a, a great deal of audio adventures afterwards. Obviously, I have lots and lots and lots of Paul McGann stories through audio. Yeah, he's good. And then yeah,
1: That'd be cool to see him come back one day as, like, a, a special somewhere. Be pretty neat
0: well we saw him
1: come back technically Actually,
0: i mean in that mini episode to do the regeneration to the war doctor yeah which i thought was great i i did that was something stephen moffat said that i really appreciated which was he's like you know i'm i'm kind of like you guys the fans in that i'm a completionist and that was the one gap of time we didn't see which was the eighth Doctor regenerating to the ninth Doctor. Now we find out the reason for that is because there was a character in between, but we still want to see it. Like we still yeah, want. We wanted to, to see. And it. if we don't see it, then there's always the gap. Oh, there could be another one in there.
1: Yeah, we got them all. We got that one, and then we got we got began to War Doctor, War Doctor to nine. So we saw that little whole little completion there. So. Yeah,
0: and I mean they they had to use. Obviously, effects to make the War Doctor regenerate to the Ninth Doctor, and we only yeah. got to see a glimpse of it. But it—he it, did it regenerate counts, yeah. to number nine. It, that did happen. I mean, I've even heard people say that. Oh, you know, the we don't know for sure. Yeah, we do. We do. I'm That's sorry, guys. Yeah, we do.
1: They use yeah, yeah. It would,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try it though. But all right, we're gonna do the show a little differently this week. I, I'm already ready to hear it. Let's hear this week's Jody comments. I'm not flirting, by the way.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, we talk about it every week, you know, just seeing how these comments turn out and, uh, you know, just as we get closer and closer to the Christmas special, seeing the more either the hate or the likeness of uh, Jody's casting. So um, we actually, the very first one on there, though, is actually a good one. It's really looking forward to Jody Whitaker as a doctor. I've seen her on Broadchurch and she's an amazingly talented actress. It's going to be awesome. So it's been a long time since we've seen a, A positive one, I think. So that's kind of good. But then you go down a little bit. You go down a little bit more. uh, (laughs) So you have in bold, bold letters, grabs hammer and smashes keyboard. And then you have in all caps, "Are you serious?" Not being sexist, but I think Doctor Who is always good with a man. Doctor, R.I.P. Doctor Who, 1963-2017. Now, if you (laughs) preface something with "I'm not being sexist," And you're probably being sexist, I'm saying. Yeah, No offense, but... Yeah, no know. offense, but offense. Um, and, like then, of when, course, uh... these, are, these are always my favorite. These yeah. are my favorite comments. I gotta say this one, sorry. Go Yay, ahead. a shaggable doctor. That's made my day. Happy face.
0: <laughs> hey, have you seen Paul McGann? Yeah. Very handsome-looking man.
1: Absolutely. Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh, man. A... Bastard. Uh, there was like, a little... <laughs> uh video i saw it was tom baker and he was talking about regeneration and he was talking about how like his experience dealing with john Pertree about uh, about regenerating how uh, john was kind of cold toward him and distant and they weren't really ever close even up until you know john died They just they just weren't you know friendly not not enemies or anything he just they were never close and he said he was kind of the same way towards peter but he said it, he goes to different doctor who commissions and he runs into all the different actors and he said and you look at paul mcgann and he's the most glamorous looking of all of them he's like he's a very strikingly handsome man <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and he said uh, i told you yeah go ahead
1: i I told you that when I went down to uh, DragonCon, uh, some friends I met down there told me that uh, Paul McGann has like just an amazing voice, and that it, it, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, you're going to want to jump his bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I kind of have to hear his voice now, just talking to him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's going
0: So, yeah, I don't know what... There, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that also say that David Tennant is very shaggable as well, so... Oh.
1: Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I may have an obsession with Doctor Who. Yeah, you think? Um, but <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But here you go. I, this is—I I haven't seen one of these. This is this is good. I like this comment. It's a uh, fake. If she was Doctor Who, then all other doctors must be girl, but they're not. If they were, she must be in multiverse. That was hard for me to say. <laughs>
0: Um, error 404.
1: <laughs> yeah. Error 404, there you go. Um, the, let's see, the doctor can be male, female, dog, cat, or a ventriloquist act. As long as the actors, writers, and directors does the role justice, I approve. Fuck it up, then I'll grab my pitchfork.
0: I mean, <laughs> there yeah, you go. I somewhat agree, though. I don't know how a ventriloquist act is different from a man or, or a woman, but...
1: Yeah, I'm actually seeing a lot more actually good comments this time. Good. though. Like, I'm skipping over some of them, but there's actually more nice comments going on. Uh, I actually got chills as I heard the sound of the TARDIS. This looks very good. Um, seems alright along as the acting is good, and the humor is like, Matt's, I'm fine, I'm, I am a bit upset she isn't ginger, though. So we got a couple of those coming in here. Um, cool. Cool. see. Yeah, I've waited 25 years for the Doctor to generate
0: to a female, so this is actually different. I'm actually impressed. Yeah, maybe we just found
1: them on a good week. <laughs> yeah, we just found them a podcast. Yeah, I guess maybe they're taking a little bit of a break. They're they've probably moved on to uh, the the newer topic for that yeah. we're going to talk about later today. Oh
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> we're going to get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it. But really, not a whole lot of. Uh, it's actually really good stuff today. Um, well, let's see. Uh, uh, I'll round on this applause. one, I, I swear to God, if they make her a feminist, I will kill Stephen Moffin and eat him. There you go.
0: <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> well yeah Yeah, that's more like what we're used to yeah (laughs) all right so it's that time let's jump into this week's dr news news
1: yeah absolutely you know we got we got a lot to talk about but um before we get into all that let's just start with the there's a couple of little different things that have hit, you know, hit the web. Doctor Who actually won, won an Ally Award for the, uh, you know, for having, uh, you know, the LGBT mm-hmm. inclusiveness in the show. So, you know, how they give that away for, you know, people that, you know, incorporate that mm-hmm. stuff into their shows. So, basically, the award was collected by Pro Mackie, so that's pretty awesome. I mean, obviously, who played Bill Potts. But, I mean, it was cool that she got to accept it, though, because she is the first, the series' first openly gay companion. You know, I mean, of course, we had John Barman as Jack Harkness, you know, the omnisexual or whatever, but we, she's the first openly gay, so it's actually uh, pretty cool that, uh... She yeah, cool. won an award for that. So it's pretty neat, I like that. David Tennant and uh, is actually reprising his role as the Tenth Doctor in the upcoming uh, Doctor Who magazine issue 518. So they have an interview with him. Cool. So it's pretty cool. So they uh, they're probably going a, over a decade on um, from their time together on TARDIS. The couple the couple Doctor Tenth Doctor and Rose are back for a series Big Ten, and then of course Big Finish. Uh, they do their audio adventures, adventures so they're kind of back well. talking about that. So he's gonna talk. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the audio adventures. Also in the issue. They're going to include people like Matt Lucas, Sylvester McCoy. Um, they're going to have all sorts of different people in there talking about a couple of different things. So, nothing really, really big this week in terms of uh, just oh, a small, yeah, no, little nothing, Doctor Who
0: tidbits. Nothing, you know, little Doctor Who tidbit, nothing so. big.
1: Nothing big, you know? Yeah. So, I think we should probably end the show right yeah. there, you know? Great end to see you guys. Yeah, I said seeing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really see you yeah. guys, but view credits, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we got through that. And, uh, you know, Jace, I think I kind of want to let you. Uh, Kind of want to let you lead this in because it's going to be a lot. We have a lot to talk about, and it kind of goes into our newest uh, what the the topic we're going to talk about today as well. So uh, what's what's going on?
0: So obviously the big news is the new castings, you know, for Doctor Who Series 11. And with that, I I've seen the, the the reaction online, and it made me want to expand this into a really just deep discussion, which is yeah the diversity in Doctor Who. Absolutely. So, um, first, can you just tell us a little bit about the, the, the castings, who they, uh, who they are? All
1: right. So, yeah, we're going to uh, just kind of go over a brief little overview of each of the new uh, companions, you know, the uh, to kind of see who they are a little bit. Now, with you, and, and we preface this, you, with you and I being in the States, we don't know a whole lot about right. the British actors, right. so we, want, we not, might not know some of these shows and what they've
0: been in, I mean, but
1: we can still kind of talk about what we hope. The,
0: you know, if I'm being just honest, as far as... You know, British television is concerned. I only watch Doctor Who. I know people like you. Yeah, you're a fan of Sherlock, obviously. And there oh, is God, yes. a couple of BBC dramas that I'm sure people have never heard of from like the 70s that I love. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm not super familiar with British TV stars. I mean, there's certain. British movie stars that are familiar with, but they're, uh, you know, they're famous in America, like Ricky Gervais, Russell Brand, you know, so that if you're listening to this, you know, have comments, something that we say that maybe is incorrect about these people, or if you can help us, you know, find out more about them, hit up the Facebook page, facebook.com slash GBS podcast, I mean I'm familiar
1: Yeah let I'm know. familiar
0: with Jodie because I've seen her in Black Mirror. Like
1: Yeah, I, yeah I've seen uh I'm familiar with her Broadchurks. Right. I I have seen I have seen stuff so.
0: But yeah, as far as big shows in England, Coronation Street, the like, I, I just I am I've never seen him. So help us out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But getting into it, so you know, as everyone's probably seen now, they got three Three companions, or we, you know, we say companions. We're three new right. We people don't, and that's another dark thing team. is we don't
0: three know jobs. if they're companions. Yeah, we don't know
1: who they are. Yeah, we don't know who they are. But we got Bradley Walsh, which is the the one that was
0: yeah, highly anticipated to be the,
1: the companion yeah. coming in. Yeah, so he. But we didn't know the other two. We got. I don't want to say her name wrong. Mandip mm-hmm. Gill. Mandip Gill. And then uh, Tossin Cole, so those are the three people coming in. Um, you know, they're stars the Thirteenth Doctor's companions. Even though it says companions, uh, Graham, Yasmin, and Ryan are they going to be the names? In um, the ten-week series to be broadcast in autumn of 2018. So it's uh, I'm actually. Uh... So we already talked about, you know, of course, uh, Jodie, but you know, Whitaker. She broad church and trust me, she takes over from Peter Capaldi in the Christmas special when she transforms into you know the first female Doctor. Now Walsh. You know, I know a little bit about him. I knew he was a comedian and a quiz show host. So he's an actor, you know, like I said, a comedian, quiz show host. He's widely expected to become the Doctor's new right, right-hand right man. So that's kind of what we're uh, mm-hmm. people are thinking right now. That's going to be the new, like, actual companion. And fun fact, he's actually the oldest person to be cast as a uh, companion. in the.
0: Uh, you know, I actually wrote down a, a lot of things I wanted to ask you about. And one of them was the dynamic of a younger doctor and an older companion. But all of his companions have been somewhat young. Now you could say all the the David Tennant and Donna, well they were basically the same age. Yeah. But Donna was by no means... The only example I could think of of a a young visual... Obviously the doctor isn't young himself. I'm just talking cosmetically, visually. um, Of a young doctor and an old companion would either be the Doctor and the Brigadier from the classic era, and again you could say the Brigadier was not a companion, and then the Doctor and Wilfred. No, yeah, old uh, Wilfred. Right, so I, I do, if if the show is sticking to the format of like, oh it's the the other two actors are supporting characters, like... How Danny Pink was in series eight, like he was he was a he was a reoccurring character, or yeah. a shielder in series nine, or even Matt Lucas in series ten. Matt Lucas was a yeah. companion, so to speak, but he wasn't. There was a lot he wasn't mm-hmm. there for. And if that's the case, all the I'm okay with you know, or I like the idea of a young doctor and an old companion because that's a, that's something we haven't
1: seen at all. Yeah. I think that I think it's going to be really cool. It's a cool dynamic. Yeah, it's a cool dynamic. And, it, and I think that brings in something too. So you have this older companion coming in, you know, but you and you have someone that looks a doctor that looks young but is old. So, you know, of course that's Which you yeah, have that's have that there, you know, the other side I mean, of the the fence. So you're going to have a yeah, doctor that looks young and <laughs> so it's going to be kind of cool to see um, how they interact with each other you know I think that'll be really cool
0: well yeah because remember, uh, remember the doctor and Wilfred Wilfred would sometimes try to be somewhat of a paternal figure to the doctor but yeah. he wasn't because I mean the doctor was you know much much older exactly so there, that, that is you know uh, there is uh, a little bit of a still earn a little bit there's a lot you can write on about that so I do mm-hmm. find that very interesting
1: yeah well, the, the cool thing about uh, Walsh is that you know he's uh, being an older an older gentleman he's actually been a fan of the series basically since it since it start you know, start. <laughs> you know uh, he's, he, goes, he told BBC he goes I remember watching William Hartnell as the first doctor you know black and white made it very scary for a youngster like myself he goes I was petrified but even though I'd watched most of it from behind the sofa through my fingers, I became a fan, and I'm thrilled to be a part of this whole groundbreaking new dawn for the Doctor. So, that's it's cool. He's been a fan, you know, his entire life. So, that's also pretty, pretty uh, neat to see.
0: And honestly, though, if we if we really look at it, in, in terms of, like, most people who are involved in Doctor Who nowadays were fans of Doctor Who. Yeah. I can't, Obviously, Christopher Eccleston, was, I've heard him say he was not a Doctor Who fan before the show. And I don't I doubt he's a fan now, but
1: yeah. I doubt he's ever seen himself play the maybe character. He might have saw
0: the episodes he was in and then that was it. I don't know if he's ever watched another episode maybe, since. Yeah. You know, but I do like that people growing up with the show are able to now be part of it. I think that's really cool and I like it gives me hope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like
1: yeah it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be interesting because uh, you know I have I have you know we have a lot more information we, we're gonna talk about but the f- female on the on the show uh, the I guess the second female now is gonna be on the show regularly <laughs> as far as we know you know Gil you know, she's I uh, I don't know either of these shows so again for we're over sorry, here in the States so I do the show she's appeared in yeah sorry uh, Holly Oaks and Casualty apparently Holly Oaks is really popular because the other new actor coming in too uh, Cole was also in that show so they've worked together already. Gil and Cole have already worked Cole. together. Now Cole, Tyler, you didn't. I don't know if you knew this, but he was actually in the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Who
0: was he? Was he a stormtrooper?
1: He was a. Uh, uh, no, he played. I believe he played an X-wing resistance pilot, uh, lieutenant Bastion. Yeah, also known as Red Four. Yeah, oh, cool. He played Red Four in the. Movie. So he's one of the.
0: Uh... So. Oh, I think. Yeah, uh, he was one of the guys that helped uh, attack the shield oscillator on the uh, on the Starkiller base.
1: Yeah, so he's uh, he's done a few things. Uh, but did you know, fun fact, the uh, new TARDIS team—the combined age is almost uh, 150. So, 'cause you got you got uh let's see, you got Cole, uh, or, or you got Cole, and then you got Gill. Gill is actually the, uh, she's a little bit older for a companion. Um, she was uh, she's 29. She'll be 30 by the time it airs. Hmm. So she'll be 30 by the time that the time the series airs. But yeah, she was popular in Hollyoaks. I don't know. Like I said, we don't know anything about that show. Not, uh... But Yep, sorry, can't really yeah, can't yeah, I comment on if we've it. seen her before. We don't know anything about yeah, her. So. I just have yeah, to say. we have anything to say about her at all, other than uh, we'll get into our predictions and stuff here in a little bit. Cole is also he's actually uh he's actually uh our age, boss man. He's a uh, he'll be 26 by the time of airs. Oh, Cool. Yeah, so you have got him, and then you, of course, you got Walsh, who's the uh, oldest of the companions. So um, I don't know. He was born in 1960s, though. So I don't feel like doing the math on that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's old. Uh, yeah. So, but. Yeah, he's old. he's old. He's old. He's old. He's old. It's actually uh, I don't know. So just kind of you know those are the we got you know we got Bradley Walsh, Mandy Gill, and uh, Mandip Gill, and Tossin Cole. So just kind of getting into that, we have a an older mm-hmm. white man, a younger w- white female. We have a uh, I guess a middle-aged black guy. Well, he's not a middle-aged. And age, then African American so guy. Young, young, yeah. Well, I can't really say African American. Well, no, he's, 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 he's not even from America, I, but. Yeah,
0: he's a younger <laughs> black man, yeah. and then we obviously have the the um, the. I guess she would be young Indian woman as well. Okay. Yeah, so this so is where it comes into. It, that, that leads us right into what now, you want to talk about. Like I said before this is it's so it's so tricky to talk about this kind of stuff. But at the same time I do feel like it's it as you know someone who is very passionate about the show I do have things to say about it and I think you do as well. But we'll start yeah. off with just some simple que- questions about the the casting. Assuming that all three of these character new castings are characters that are companions, we're talking on the TARDIS. Yeah, on the TARDIS. Throughout most of the adventures, do you like the idea of like a TARDIS gang?
1: I, I do. I'm glad you brought it up because I I wanted to talk about that. I I. I... If they're all four going to be on the TARDIS and going on adventures, I think that's amazing. I think that's really really cool. I think it brings a whole new depth to it, instead of just having one person like one person gets lost. Oh no, you know you got to find each other. But this way you can maybe they split up or get sp- separated, and then you have two dynamics of the episode. You know, with two different sets of groups of people, or so, you know, just mm-hmm. there's all sorts of different mm-hmm. things you can do with it. You know, more talent on screen, more interactions that you can see. You know, I think um,
0: yeah, I, I do think that the I think you know I don't know if I like it. But Because, I, I mean, for the past 54 years, Doctor Who, for the most part, has been a Doctor and a companion. Now, there's been times with a Doctor and two companions, you know, yeah.
1: it's almost... A little bit there with, like, Jack Harkness and stuff yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, or or Amy and Rory or whatever. But from the aspect that it's something different, I like that. I, I do like that they're going for it, you know. It's not, hey, we've got a new doctor but we're giving you the same old show. Like here it is here it yeah, is. Exactly. The doctor, the companion running from Daleks, you know.
1: Yeah. And it could be it could be something to where, you know, some one of the one or two of these are the you know, full fledged companions and one shows up like a a Mickey right. thing from you know, during you know Tenet and Eccleston's time, or, where it's here there every Matt now and then, Marcus you know, and eventually a, um, maybe it becomes
0: a thing. As Nardole. yeah, I mean, Nardal exactly. was a companion, but he was auxiliary, you know. He, exactly. So the, there is that possibility. So I'm, I don't know. I like it. I like the idea of it being different, and I, I am okay with that. I just, I, I don't know how I feel about how it's going to work. It's really about how it's being written. I just. Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll get the into thing, that. We'll get into that. We're going to go through your questions, and maybe yeah. they might we'll pop up later. But we'll the talk thing
0: about, that about Doctor Who is—is is what's the name of the show? Doctor Who. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so the the main focus is always going to be the Doctor. <laughs> any time, almost any other time, the show strays away from that focus with like the spinoff class or uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures. Now that obviously was a kids show, but still torchwood watch any episode except for maybe blink where the doctor isn't the main focus of the episode and it tends not to be good it just tends not to be good yeah it really doesn't (laughs) and that's the thing that somewhat worries me if we have three
1: is that we could have them if
0: we have three companions that I mean they're not always gonna all four of them are gonna be in the same room at the same time there's gonna be different, like you said, different stories going on at the same time. I just don't want it to muddy up,
1: well remember they are the... increasing the episode's length, so we're gonna, we're gonna yeah have that's true episodes, and it might be for that point. you know you might have fifteen minutes of an episode where it focuses on two companions and you don't really see a whole lot of doctor, you know, and then it goes to the dot what the doctor's doing, and then it culminates in one finish at the end, you know type of thing,
0: yeah. It's it you know it honestly Chris Chibnall he third in the the writing staff they're gonna be walking on a razor thin fence. Yeah, and we've we've because, yeah because there's if you change too much mm-hmm. like because it feels like I mean you know it could be just rhetoric them talking about how the show is gonna be completely different and it's gonna be a bold. You know, vision of yeah of Doctor Who because I mean, anytime any show goes through anything different, uh, there the people in charge are always going to say it's the greatest thing ever. I was (laughs) I was funny you bring this up. I was, you know, I'll talk about this for seven years or six years. I worked for the company GameStop. You worked for them as well a long time ago. Yeah. And the reason I even bring this up was they we used to go to these conferences where they would do pre like developers would do presentations and they would show us like their game and what did what was every presentation? It was check out this game, it's the greatest thing ever, sure. it's gonna blow your mind. It's innovative, it's, it's, we've changed so much from the one before. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed everything. It's gonna <laughs> change the way you think about blank.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's it's true. It's, to, and it's that's, to get appeal and people to be like, oh, what's going to happen? And people are going to keep up with it, and it's going to stay on people's minds. and. Right. they want to get in to watch it or whatever.
0: And that's maybe what's going on here. I don't know. But just looking at it from what, you know, looking at what we can look at, there's just not yeah. enough for us to form opinions about much.
1: It's it's true.
0: They're, um, they're changing. They're hey, changing hey, uh, a lot.
1: They are and they're changing a lot on the show and uh, you know I, it might be one of your questions uh, but I'm curious on uh, do you think with the because it, it goes into the topic the casting of the, the four people total do you think it's them trying to be diverse or do you think they just hired the yeah, best actors yeah
0: I I did that uh, yeah that is actually one of the questions I had it was like do you feel like with these castings Jodie's included do you feel like Doctor Who is forcing diversity so I, since you asked me first, I'll go yeah, ahead and answer. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, do I feel like that's a bad thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a it's a show. It's a it's a sci-fi show that in the grand scheme of the world is very yeah. very not important. Like as much as I love Doctor Who as much as you love Doctor Who show it's just a TV show um you know and it 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 has influenced a lot of my life uh, as well as yours but it, yeah. it it's just a show you know and they can they can make it work like I, I I it's you know we've said this so much about jody it's it just boils down to the writing, but at the same time, looking at this, it's almost like. Some, Somebody, whether it was Chris Chibnall, whether it was the executives at BBC, somebody's going, if we're going to do this, we're just going to do it all the way. So, like... Yeah, we're we're going to go big or go home. Like, they were like, if we're going to do a female Doctor, we're going to have the most diverse cast ever on Doctor Who. Yeah. And that's great, because I, I do, and, like, I mean, look... Mm-hmm. You know, I'll use Bill as an example. She's a perfect example, actually. She's black. She's, you know, she's a lesbian. And she was a great character. She's great. Absolutely. Fantastic. And that's because she was written well. It actually has nothing to do with the fact that she's black or lesbian. Now, the character being lesbian... Had certain dynamics in it in terms of.
1: Well, yeah, you could write different. Right. There's different ways you can write a show. But
0: it wasn't. It had no impact on her performance. Absolutely. And that's you know really boils down to her Pearl Mackey, as an individual. I don't know these actors. I don't know how well their performance is going to be.
1: Yeah, I've never seen never seen any of them other than a little bit of Jody. I haven't really seen right. the other ones. And uh, but I I would have to I would have to agree with you. I think they're kind of. Going just going yeah. for it, you know, um, just because. But I think they're like, okay, well, this, you know, like you said, we're going one extreme. Let's go ahead and make this the most diverse cast in the history of the, you know, Doctor Who. Why not? Mm-hmm. So and, that, and this is something I,
0: <laughs> so. you know, I wrote down as well, which was, it seems like this is a trend in entertainment now. I mean, the thing. Yeah, I and it,
1: I, I think it's the right time. We've said that right. before. And I've said that so many times. I think they need to. They, it's it, it's time. Do it. Go right, and that's,
0: and that's great. I, I do <laughs> believe, like you know, that it everybody should have representation when it comes to entertainment in a sense. Like, you watch certain mm-hmm. TV shows, and you're like, "Oh, look, it's just it's all just white people." Like, I mean, I would love the show, but like a show yeah. here in the states, like that would be called Friends, and it's just a bunch of. Um, well-to-do white people sitting around drinking coffee.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you got shows on the other extreme, like Luke Cage, that is all just right black people.
0: But at the same time, look at Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. All like I mean, I love Daisy Ridley. I love, I love the character Ray. They did it in Rogue One. The main character was Jyn Erso. The most popular. Who would be the most popular DC hero right now in terms of general, just general public? It would be Wonder Woman.
1: I, I mean, you could say... Oh, you're right. right now, yeah. If you're talking about movies, then absolutely.
0: Like, I'm not talking about, like, from comic books. Fan, I'm talking about, if you were just to just ask, across the board, a general person, Wonder Woman is probably the most popular DC hero now and then you know with the casting of Jodie Whittaker it's all yeah and i want to truly believe that this is this is the entertainment industry going you know like they're just they're just casting the best people for things you know what i mean like
1: that's that's exactly what i was going to say earlier is I, I feel like maybe we've reached that point now to where people just they're like okay well we just we auditioned 50 people that person was amazing. And then they chose him. You know, and it just so happened to right. be the way it is, you know, type of thing. I hope, I hope, in my heart of hearts, they didn't post out a thing, send it out to the agencies, and go, looking for age 20 to 30 black guy to play a companion right. on a show. And this is, you know? okay,
0: and this is, but what I want, I want to believe that. I do. But I, I, I don't. I do, too. And I'll tell you
1: I don't think it happened yeah this is the one time I think you and I are going to agree I don't on, on stuff like this Is I I, I, don't, I I don't think that's what happened I think they literally a black went, guy we're okay looking we're looking for, for a older yeah we're looking for a black we're guy we're looking, a, 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 you know, a uh, we're looking for a Indian
0: woman we're looking for an older white guy an older and, white guy know, cause we, yeah. and then we're looking for a woman you know like the, they wanted Jody or yeah. they wanted yeah. a woman to play this like they didn't it wouldn't you know what it would not surprise me if there was not a single man auditioned for the thirteenth doctor role. It wouldn't it
1: wouldn't. absolutely no I, I I think you're right. So
0: is that boils the question, is it inclusiveness or is it the dreaded AA affirmative action? You know what I mean? Like and this also leads into what my next question does it matter? And what what I mean by that are are we focused too much on gender slash race when it comes to parts. Like, is we are, are, are uh, we as an audience?
1: Yes. Well, I, I'm just gonna skip, yeah skip straight to yeah we are we we uh, we focus too much on those things. You know that's why we see the comments. That's why we do like the Jody comments and stuff like that. And we might even maybe one day we'll not do Jody comments. We'll do the casting of these people. You know because we'll see what people <laughs> say about that. You know it's just it's. People focus on things, they don't, it's, it's true, people don't like change. That's just how it goes. You know, they, they don't, and uh, they, they have a way in their minds that things should work, and if it goes against that, then they lash yeah. out on the internet. But that's just, that's what it, you know, the internet is nowadays, is people lashing right. out on things that they don't, you know, like, go against what they know, and- type of thing. You know, of course, we've seen that all throughout history, but the internet made it worse. Well, did it
0: make it worse? Or I, I, You know, this this is a broad thing, and I, I really want to stay focused yeah, on Doctor Who, works. but... We will, is yeah. ...is that the internet... I don't know if the internet... I mean, obviously, it's changed the world completely. The world's a very, 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 very different place than it was, you know, 20 years ago. I think the people that usually complain online tend to be vocal and loud, but it's a small minority of people who actually consume the, the, the entertainment. Like, if you look at, like, just, you know, do something for me is next time go to the, the 13th Doctor uh, reveal video and watch or look how many views it has. And then look how many people commented, and I'll guarantee yeah. that it'd be less than five percent of the views were. Would uh, so, absolutely. Is it, does it really matter what those people say? I don't know, but my point is from like okay, the general audience is the thing. Is is like you and I, for example, are not good markers for if, if this casting's gonna work or not. And what I mean by that is we are gonna watch it no matter what. They could
1: Yeah, we are. And we know we've we've sat here already and been like cool. Well not know, only we that, but care, you and I but... are
0: hardcore fans. And Exactly when you're making a show like this, from an executive point of view, you're not looking at I mean, yes, you wanna take care of your fans, so to speak. And Doctor Who's really great about that sometimes, really adding Easter eggs and doing things that the fans, the, you know, the really hardcore fans want. But, just from an overall money-making standpoint, you need to think about a general audience. And that's a, what a lot of movies, you know, big blockbusters do now, is they're just looking at, they're thinking about the person who's never seen what they've done before they're thinking about that person who comes in to see it for the first time, mm-hmm. and they're making sure that it's still something for them to watch.
1: Absolutely, and a lot of you know, you know, you just said it. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. movies and you know, TV shows and stuff do that now. There's you don't just have to watch it from the beginning anymore. You can jump in and be like, oh, cool, you know, it, yeah, type of thing. It, like I, mean, I think honestly, you can watch Doctor Who now and be okay. Yeah, should he, you watch
0: the rest of it? Sure,
1: absolutely, you should. Yeah, but yeah, you could hop in it. on. Season eleven and be just fine, I think.
0: Right, and that's what—that's what I'm hoping is going to be, you know, a good thing from all this is that new viewers are going to come in with no experience of Doctor Who and see this as just if it's, especially if it's written well, as just a new show. It's and it, it's good. the The thing is, is that like mm-hmm. going so drastically different. That there's gonna be but I, we've talked about it. This is the premise of
1: this series, this new series is everything is new. everything's changing. Mm-hmm. Every, this is gonna be a lot of stuff we've never seen before mm-hmm. on the show. you know, we got a new writer, new doctor, female doctor, three companions, you know diverse companions. We have longer episodes. I mean, the whole thing is wrought with change, you know?
0: yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just, I don't know, you know, maybe. I, you know, I always play devil ad, devil's advocate sometimes. You really do. And that's just because... I love it. But... Well, yeah, no, I just... I, <laughs> it's important to see things from two perspectives, even if I don't believe in a certain sus- uh, perspective. Because, like, me personally... Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to watch it no matter what. I have no problem with the castings. My only deal is whether or not three companions work or not. I don't know. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah. But looking at it from an overall, like, general perspective... If they're going so different, it almost feels like ungenuine. Like it feels like okay. that again, that they did this just to placate to a vocal set of people who want to you know who want to incorporate diversity. The thing that yeah. you know, I feel like it should be is it should be organic. This doesn't seem organic. The other thing is, is that and I was going to bring this up earlier is that the show or the not the show the industry of entertainment it almost feels like they're taking advantage of this in, and it's all about making money at the end of the day it's all a business. Of course. Right? It's, yeah. It's all about capturing audience. Right, to make money. But... And that's what I think they're doing in a way is like they're taking diversity and trying to turn it into profit. <laughs> like they're that's well, it. This is how the world works. Yeah. You,
1: anytime you see an opportunity, you take Right. It into and I, I guess I can't fault so them for that. I, I I agree a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's just what they need to do. So they they've had these uh, Doctor Who be one way for so long, but now they need to try to bring in like you were saying earlier new new people mm-hmm. to it. So, if we diversify the cast, if we change the doctor to a female, we add different you know orientations and ethnicities and stuff to the show, we can capture other audiences that we haven't maybe had or we don't have a whole lot of, you know, so
0: right, right. So I, I mean it it's it is interesting seeing this. I, I think it's I think it is bold, and I, I really. I'm just. I'm really interested to see how they make it work. I, I just too. hope. I just hope that it's written well. Mm-hmm. And I talk. And the reason I I keep saying that is because my my fear is if it doesn't work. Let's say. You know, no offense to any of the the new, the castings Jodie included it just it doesn't click with us as an audience what have you it's going to be blamed on the wrong thing like i said this you know when we t- the very first episode of GBS when we talked about the casting of Jody yep i said that like if 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 she doesn't do a good job they're going to blame it on women not blame yep. it on her or her individual performance. Blame it. Or blame yep. it on the writing, which usually that's... You should. Like, the so. usually it's the writing, because, I mean, even poor old Colin Baker is a fine actor who did an okay performance. It's just his the writing was terrible. Yeah. So, if this doesn't work with all these new companions with a new female doctor, if the writing is bad, it's going to get blamed... On the diversity, they're going to say, oh, this is what happens with affirmative action. People are going to be focused on the wrong thing. And then what's either going to happen or is it's going to cause major controversy to the show. Or it's going to... it's They're going to double back on it. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. we just got to stick to a white guy
1: and... And that's if if the this first season that comes out does not work, I hope they don't do that. Change maybe some of the companions. Maybe it's just a dynamic, but give one more season like with Capaldi. Season eight was terrible. I mean, well, it was not and great. You moved no. past it and it got better over time. But
0: um, yeah, and I, I what? and that's the the that's the thing is like I just I want I do I obviously I want Doctor Who to be successful and I want to be good stories. For my own selfish reasons, I just want to be entertained. Uh, but the other thing is, is, like, why I was so hesitant to do about this episode and why, why I guess I, I feel hesitant is because, I mean, the bottom line is this. You and I are white guys. <laughs> and, and... Yeah. Because anything we say is going to be like, well, of course they feel that way or, of course, you know, you guys Mm -hmm. don't know because you don't, you know. And, okay, that's fair. But I just – my – I'm not looking at this from a global political standpoint to, you know, for my – like for my sake – my my sake is this. Yeah. I just want it to be good. I don't I don't yeah, that's all we want. care about anything else. I just want Doctor Who to be good.
1: Yeah, I don't care if the people in it are purple or polka dotted it or whatever. I just I Yeah. As
0: long as it's good. I just hope that you know, my advice to anyone listening is that if you have if you have certain feelings about the show's direction, you know, we said this before, just give give it a chance. And don't blame it on anybody's individual gender or race or sexual orientation. Or uh, anyone's, uh, any group's race or gender or yeah. sexual orientation. Just Literally, if you have a... Absolutely.
1: Just watch the mm-hmm. show and let's you know give it a shot. You know, it mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet. We can all speculate as mm-hmm. much as we want that all oh, this is awful, they're placating, whatever. But if it comes out and it's the best I'll damn be the season that's ever I'll come be the out, first then I'll awesome. minute.
0: And I also will be <laughs> the first to I'm wrong.
1: Yeah. So like Yeah. So if it comes out and it's garbage, we'll be on the podcast right. talking about how the episode was garbage. I mean, I'm not gonna pull punches <laughs> you know? about how like, I feel
0: about Doctor Who. And you, you know that. No. Like if the if the, sh- the show comes on and it's terrible, I'm gonna tell you why. If I don't like a specific actor, I'll tell you why. It'll never be about their race or gender.
1: It'll right. be about the acting and the writing. I mean, that's 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 all that matters. Um, <laughs> the same way, if it's good,
0: Uh-oh. I if it, I will be pleasantly surprised if a doctor and three companions work, because I, I don't know if it can. I I just it. That doesn't seem like Doctor Who to me. That feels like Scooby Doo in a way.
1: I got you. I see what you're saying there. I I, I would have to disagree, but I uh, I see what you're doing. Um, I see what you're saying though.
0: You know, the the only bringing all this up, talking about it the way I've been talking about it, is just because I know how certain general people are going to feel about it, and I just hope.
1: Oh, absolutely, and we I mean we Jody comments. you know, talking about Jody Whitaker. Yeah, we see it just with one. Now there's right. four, and that's what <laughs> so,
0: is the people are going to talk about. You know, I don't. I think maybe the one of the other mistakes that the BBC made was potentially releasing all these castings before the show came on the air. Like, I think that if they wouldn't have boasted about these castings at all, like if they just you know, while they, the 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 filming was wrapping up. They were like, "Oh, hey, by the way, here's this, the the casting list of each episode." You know,
1: or what if what if they just like said uh, Bradley Walsh, and then you're surprised with the other two later? Right.
0: You know, we wouldn't even be talking about this then. You know, we wouldn't. No one would have. Yeah. You know, uh, given it two thoughts, but because like they released that photo, I it was all yep. over Facebook and Twitter. And then it just immediately turned into, like, you know, a political discussion. Yeah, political,
1: yeah. It it always will be. I mean, unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. I mean, this
0: this whole episode has been about it as well, so I guess, in a way, we are guilty of it.
1: Yeah, we are, but I feel like we did it because it it needed to be, one, it's going to get brought up. So, Mm -hmm. it's going to get brought up, you know, and as doctor who fans and a service that we're doing with the Mm -hmm. you know with the you know gps we we kind of have a an obligation to kind of talk about it a little bit
0: right i i do feel like we have a responsibility to talk about it i just feel like you know at the end of the day people are focusing on the wrong things they always will man Um, that's how it goes but i did have some other questions um i did want to ask you Does i have questions for you Um, too go ahead First was, do you think we'll see any of these new companions in the Christmas special?
1: So, you know, referencing back to the uh, the Christmas special, what we talked about, you know, I gave you my thoughts on it. We talked about what we thought we were going to see and what we hoped is I don't think anyone sees Peter uh, Peter regenerating to Jody in terms of anyone else in the show. I think they, it happens and then it goes on. I think we see one, maybe three, all three. I think we might just see one in like a teaser for the next episode um, that gonna, is going to air in, uh, sometime in, you know, uh, autumn time in 2018. I think we might see one, but I I don't think in the Christmas special. No, I don't think we're gonna see any of them. Uh
0: yeah, I don't think so either. It'd be interesting to see them. I just don't see, especially I don't with see where to write it. Yeah, because the thing is, is like you want the, the episode to end on like a, you know, a moment where it's like, what, not maybe not what happens, what, what happens next, but at the same time, like has it, it's, it's gotta be. A big moment, so to speak. Like, so to see a yeah, character... Yeah, like, have you we... Have we... Has a
1: new companion... Has a doctor regenerated in there been a... Uh, yeah, uh... Rose. Yeah, Rose is right there. When,
0: uh... Yeah, well, when he... The, when he regenerated, uh, to David Tennant. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of new companion, though. I don't think we... No, had no, there's never the been, like, a new and companion. And, and Watch it happen. Right then. Yeah. I mean, he... When he, in the first episode... Of series five, when the eleventh hour, you know, obviously, we get Amy mm-hmm. right away. Episode, but it was the first yeah. episode, so exactly. uh, no, because the reason they won't do that is just from a writing perspective, and like you know, obviously, unless they do something drastically different, the episode's going to end with the regeneration, and yeah. the if you see a, character the only way I think well, it could work, yeah, then you're going to be like, okay, well, who cares, like. so you you need you need something like if you think back to when uh matt smith regenerated to peter capaldi like oh we're crashing and it's like clara's like shocked reaction you know imagine that with bill like for the very first time like you've never seen her before Mm -hmm. and you'd be like who cares about this person i don't know like you know
1: well and i talked about it i talked about it last episode I think the only way it would work to see at least one of them is that you see you know Peter regenerate into Jody and then Jody you know stands up or whatever and there's someone standing on the side that just so happened to see the entire thing a guy change into a girl and they're like what the hell and then it kind of yeah ends but I, th- I think it's the only way you can but even it then it's going
0: to be like I said there's no emotional impact when it's a character you don't know so yeah I mean I agree
1: I mean, I agree, but you're kind of like, oh, cool, well, who's that person, you know, type of thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I just I don't think we're going to see anybody in the in the Christmas special, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see any of these new,
0: new yeah. companions. you know, looking at the fact that Bradley Walsh, so far as we know, is going to be like the main new companion, and he being an older man, mm-hmm. um, are you still on the side of it like they're not being a romantic element when it comes to Doctor Who and Jodie?
1: Yes, I don't think we're going to have a romantic element in terms of the doctor like being romantically involved or anything like that. I do think, though, it's. I'm not sure the other two uh, on the other ends of the spectrum, you know, not Bradley Walsh, um, you know, with uh, Gil and, and Cole. I think there could be something there, or maybe they're friends or something like that. I, and that brings a whole new thing. Do you think all three of them are connected, See, or are they all it's separate? It's so
0: hard to speculate, because I, 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 yeah. I was going to talk to you about that, like who these characters are. And it's like trying to get again, you know, it's like when we
1: It's kinda trying to guess. Right. Or when
0: we were talking about the captain (laughs) last week on on uh, the show. It's like we don't know anything about the character. We don't know the character's origin, nothing. So yeah, so all we can do is speculate. So we can do like our fan theories and like write the you know, what we think is gonna happen but we have no basis on any of that. Like we just we're just guessing at that point. We don't.
1: Absolutely. But what was your uh you Well your yeah,
0: I, I was just um basically do you think the show is gonna be like formatted differently, I guess in a way like do you think with if these are companions, uh the the doctor being a new gender, I guess so to speak are we still? Is it still gonna be like the doctor solving, you know, a crisis type of thing and saving people? Or I mean, or is it just? Is this show really going through like something completely different?
1: You no. Know, okay. Because you know, though this entire thing is like I said, just it focuses on change. Everything about it is different. Uh, you have to, to your point, can't change. Sh- Everything you gotta keep the things that the people that've been watching it like, which is in terms of the the elements, you know the doctor is helping people or solving something or something crazys happening, mm-hmm. you know something like that, you know, so uh, I think they'll keep that. Uh, what I do, they hope they do is bring back the series arcs right. from that we had previously. Um, they kind of brought back some of those later into Capaldi, but they tried to change that where every episode was its own little thing. Yeah. And I like the arcs, you know, where you hear, you know, Harold Saxon in every episode, you right. don't notice. You hear Torchwood in every episode. You hear Bad Wolf Wolf in every episode. And you're kind of like, what the hell does that mean? And then it culminates at the end into something big. You know, yeah, I, like that. I do
0: too. It just depends on how it, how it's written, you know, what I mean. I mean, mm-hmm. Series 10 kind of had that a little bit with the vault. And then we obviously we found out it was Missy, and then it turned into Missy, the mass. You know, the Master's I guess redemption, so to speak. I also liked that yeah. uh, the episode. I cannot believe the name of the episode is escaping me. The episode right before the Doctor falls. You know, Bill gets shot, and then uh, the you know episode ends with her turning into a, a Cyberman, and then missing running into the master and then we find out that that character of that he kind of looks like a neanderthal in a way the whole episode and then it turns out to be john sims the master and i loved that because i don't know about anyone else
1: yeah it was really good
0: i don't know about anyone else i had no fucking clue that that was john sims
1: no, and what gets me is that the whole series we were think we we saw that the we knew the master was going to be in there. We were like, we're getting towards the end. Where the hell is this guy? So yeah.
0: and, and I and, and yeah, there he was, he, and there he was, and I didn't. Yeah, maybe maybe I missed it. Maybe everyone else was like, oh yeah, there he is, in disguise. I had no clue, no nope, clue. I
1: didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either. So so I had no I, idea.
0: So I liked that. Um, and I do like, you know, like they did it with Bad Wolf and it, everything. Yeah,
1: and, that, and maybe it, that's an element we'll get in this. Maybe not all three of them are companions. Maybe some one, someone, they like one of them is a companion, but maybe it's mm-hmm. really actually like a villain in disguise type of thing. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Mhm. That would. That'd yeah. Be pretty neat to see.
0: There, there, there's so there's a lot they can do. Mhm. And I'm interested to see. The show comes with a lot but of. Maybe we find out that
1: one of them's a time lord.
0: That I mean, that'd be cool too. They've had a time lord companion before with Romana. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that would be interesting.
1: Maybe Bradley Walsh will be uh, the Doctor's granddaughter. <laughs> Regenerated into a toe man.
0: Um, I just... Uh, it uh, yeah, the other thing I, I... You know, honestly, I want to move past is, like, once the show gets on the air, once Series 11, Episode 1 hits, I want to be done with, like... Here's the shock factor of of a of a new blank. And what I mean is like um, yeah. once it's on there, well, okay, cool. We've got the cast, we know who they are, blank. I don't need any more like, oh, by the way, this character is gay and let's make a big deal about it. Okay, if the character's gay, I don't even want to hear about it. Or if he's straight, I don't wanna hear about it. I don't want to hear about Yeah. Oh, okay, now the master of this season you know, is a man again and let's make a big deal about it. Look, I just... I just want it to get down to, you know, the stories. I want it to get down to the, the new monsters. I want to get it down to... Oh, you know, this... The, I, I want them to and go back to Gallifrey. I, that's what I hope
1: we see is new stuff. Yeah, go back to Gallifrey. G- give me a villain we haven't seen before, you know? Bring up a whole new villain and make it iconic, you know? Type of stuff, you know? Um, just give me some... Cool-ass shit. That's all I asked hope for. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, you... I want to watch that first episode and have it hook me so much that I'm like, shit, I have to wait another week. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I want to see, you know, obviously, the new TARDIS console room. I want to see if they do a new screwdriver Outfit. Room. You know, Yeah.
1: You think we'll get, like, a Matt Smith type of thing to where, like, she does not end the outfit right away? He kind of transforms towards the end of the episode into it? Well, I mean, the
0: same thing with... Uh, they did that with david Tennant, and they did that with uh mm-hmm. capaldi you know they did that with all of them which
1: yeah well capaldi just freaking changes all the time yeah though. uh
0: well yeah his was the least consistent like
1: but yeah. well, we already talked about all that we already yeah, talked about that
0: I, I i you know i don't know if they'll do the whole like wardrobe thing you know i mean they they've done that with almost every doctor uh that was the man i just i don't know I've said it before,
1: and I just think it would be so good. Is you know how we were talking about the mannequins with all the different outfits in the TARDIS from like the people that used to wear? But what if instead, like when she goes to get her wardrobe, she's in like the, like I guess a closet or the wardrobe room of the TARDIS, and she's like running her hand through all the clothes, and you see all the different outfits from the different doctors, and then right after Peter Capaldi's is the one that she grabs, and that's what she wears. Hmm. Hire me, (laughs) BBC.
0: (laughs) It's like that. Remember the Time Heist episode in series 8? Um and there yeah. was the the I can't remember the name of the monster, you know, the one that it could mess scramble your brains oh, basically and it could look through your
1: I forget a lot about series 8.
0: <laughs> it's a, just a big hole in your memory now. <laughs> yeah, um just and that. there was the scene where he he's letting the monster look into his brain the doctor is and uh you know so the it's implying that that monster is sifting through all of the doctor's memories. And he, the doctor's yeah. kind of talking him through it. You know, he's just kind of straining. He's like, "Do you see like all my past lives? You know, the big scarf goes uh, bow tie a bit embarrassing. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know what do you think about the outfit now? He's like, I was he's like I was going for a uh, minimalist, but I, I think I landed on magician.
1: <laughs> yep, so, and that was just fan placated because that's what the rumors were. They were like, "Oh, magician yeah. outfit," you know, when it was first got yeah, announced. Yeah, then it, I mean, like
0: after it. after a while, like it, it almost like turned into loungewear. And I, mm-hmm. and that's the yeah, thing is much. like I'm okay with the the, the new cast of, with Jody that they maybe they don't do that. Like maybe they just like she she has like a loose you know outfit, but. You yeah. know, she'll have like different color variations and maybe different tops. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. There's, you know, Colin Baker wearing that rainbow jacket monstrosity every episode, or Peter Davison has to have the celery stapled to his jacket. What the hell were they thinking?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, whatever. But, th- but uh, well, you remember it, don't you? Yeah, but uh-huh.
0: I'm not, I'm not the consensus. <laughs> Ultimately, you know this whole episode. Yeah, but what I what I want to convey is that I think in life, in general, diversity is a good thing. It is inclusiveness, yeah, diversity. It's all it's on, all a good thing. I you know
1: yeah, don't focus on who's the you know who's playing the part. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't matter who they are, gender, mm-hmm. sexual orientation, color. It doesn't matter. Focus on the writing. Right. Whether or not they do it well. If they do right. it well, who that's, gives a I mean, shit? Uh,
0: uh, I couldn't agree with you more. If, if the, if, if Tozen
1: Cole in this episode turns out to be girl trapped in a man's body through experimentation and that's how they want to play that character, if he does it well, who gives yes. a shit?
0: Yes, I do. I just, I want, <laughs> like, I, you <laughs> know, I want the BBC also to not make it a thing. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, don't focus too heavily on it. Just have them play, like, to have them oh, act. Oh,
0: you know, it. I, I just, I hope that it wasn't the BBC executives. Because, all right, here's a, an interesting parallel was I heard, and I, I you know, a, a guy in the wrestling world named I mean, Paul Heyman, he was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, what if, a, a, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to cut this part. What if a movie or like a music studio, I guess I should say, said, Hey, let's, we're going to do the Beatles. We're going to, we're going to bring back the Beatles, except okay. let's throw in, we need to make sure to have our diversity, right? Cause we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we hit all the things and we don't offend anyone. So we're going to take out Ringo or we're going to want to put in miley cyrus because she you know she's a woman and she's a white woman you know and that hits that mark and we're gonna take out we're gonna take out george and we're gonna put in usher okay and then and then we're gonna take out yeah uh, paul and we're gonna put in you know uh the god i don't know i don't know music i don't
1: know my point being is uh, think of uh, one of the te- one of the there you go one of the Tegan and Sarah go. sisters because they're lesbians.
0: And then, bam, then we got the Beatles. And you go, well, then it's it not the Beatles. It. Call it something else, like yeah, it's a it's different not the Beatles whole different thing. And you also yeah. aren't doing it from the spirit yeah. of of music. Yeah, you're doing music it from or the or like idea that. that you have to, not you should. And that's what I, I guess, what I feel like this is. is Exactly. You know, they they did it not because they should do it, because they thought they had to do it.
1: And, I you know, I, I like I said, this is the one time that I'm going to have to agree. I hope it's the other way. I hope they just cast who was best, and it to- so happened to work out that way. But, I mean, obviously, as we all know, the way society works is definitely probably not what happened. But <laughs> ultimately, it all comes down to, uh, Jace, are you excited for... Like, like, at least now that we know who, that we know who the companions are, you've already stated that you don't think four people in a TARDIS is going to work. But are you at least excited that you now know who they are, or do you want it? Are you? Do you, you? said a little bit of keeping it under wraps earlier, but it's done. It's over with now. So what do you think?
0: Well, what now that it's out? Yeah, obviously, like now we can. It feels like they're really getting into gear with it. You know, I feel like it'll, in just a few short months we'll be talking about. It's they'll closer. be leaking pictures of production, you know, and like, you know, they'll be releasing episode titles, and mm-hmm. so before you know it, we'll be watching episode yeah, one of series you're eleven. Gonna,
1: yeah, you're gonna know what's you know, get little so, short synopsis of each episode. So in that
0: aspect, I am happy. I am happy. Um, I'm obviously, I, the you know, as big as Doctor Who is, I don't think they, I don't think they have the capacity to hire terrible actors anymore i think that oh, obviously yeah. the actors performances will, will be great like i said my main my main thing is just being hesitant about whether or not they get doctor who wrong yeah. like
1: no i again, get you yeah yeah i, the, I know you said can... you don't think it's gonna work but you know just uh the i can... go ahead so. Yeah, I was just—I disagree. Just I didn't really elaborate on that. I was like, I personally think this is gonna—it's gonna work out. I think you're gonna have, you know, I don't—I don't know if all three of them will be in the TARDIS all the time. You might have one that shows up here and there, every now and then, you know, whatever. But I—I'm excited for it all the way around. I think it's gonna be great having more people in the TARDIS. You're gonna have more interactions with people. Um, I think it's gonna be—I think it's gonna be great with the longer episodes. I think it's cool that you added maybe one extra person in there. You know, a doctor mm-hmm. and two companions, and now you have doctors mm-hmm. and threes because you have longer episodes. Um, so I personally think it's going to work out great, which is, this is the one part of the, the episode where you and I kind of disagree on it, but, yeah. um,
0: and I, for the most look, part we've been right there. My, I, again, I said this earlier on, I, if I, I'll be the first to admit I'm wrong, and I, I hope I'm wrong, cause I mean, yeah. this is what they're going with, Yeah. so I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, the, the people in the Joey comments, RIP Doctor Who, it's over, are you
1: yeah, no, you absolutely. Done.
0: You know, you don't...
1: I mean, we'll... Uh, right after it comes out, we'll be on here talking about that week, talking about how, you know, how, well, you know, I was wrong, or hey, you know, you were right, or I was wrong, or whoever, you know. Mm-hmm. Or we were both wrong. And
0: from uh, we know, the first know. episode <laughs> might not even include all the campaigns. Maybe she, you know, be, the doctor, picks them up over them up time. time. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. there's, obviously, there's so much to speculate about, so there, we really... We can't talk too much about the characters that they're gonna play. All, all yep. I can talk about I mean, yeah, is we the, don't know the the nature of the castings themselves. Um, yep. But you know, I, again, I I obviously am a, still super excited. My my love for Doctor Who is not ever going to diminish. You know what I mean? We'll we'll be talking Absolutely. about this 50 years from now.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will. Well, I got just one thing yeah, for you. Yeah, go for it. I got one, just one thing for you. So, I'm just talking about a couple of little events coming up. You got you got your uh, Chicago Tardis you're still going to, correct? Correct, yeah. All right, good deal. Well, I'm actually, I don't know about you, I'm going to actually watch in Atlanta. You want to go watch the Christmas special in theaters down oh, there. Oh, cool. Uh, one of the theaters in America. So, I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I'm going to get a couple of, uh, Stay tuned. We're going to have some good stuff. I'm going to get a couple of... Uh, reviews and thoughts before and after from a couple of the people that are going to watch it there too. So I'm going to get a couple of these people to kind of fans think about what they thought before, what they think before and what they thought after. And we're going to see, uh, kind of how some of that plays out. So we'll have some people gonna actually see other than just you and I, we're going to get to actually listen to some other people's thoughts. Yeah.
0: And one of the things that you and I have said on the show before is that one of the best cinematic experiences we ever had was watching a Doctor Who episode in theaters
1: yeah, and this is a Christmas special, so I can only imagine yeah, so it, what it's going to be like.
0: It'll probably be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm sure people will be cosplaying and all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go as mine, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're going to be taking a thousand pictures.
1: <laughs> well, my hair might not be growing up that matter. long by then, but I'm going to try.
0: <laughs> um, but I, that's going to do it for this week's episode of GBS. I did promise something earlier on the show, so I'm going to end this week's show with the song doctor in distress so enjoy guys awesome this is jace
1: all right guys and this is sean
0: and we are jumping in our tardises and we will catch you guys next week face Bye.